This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk speaking out loud in depth. As you all know, we have had a presidential election this year. And according to the media, Joe Biden has become the 46th president of the United States. And if you see the title of this video, my title says the devil, Donald Trump, has been defeated. Now, I want to talk about a few things. Now, when you see this, <clears throat> excuse me, when you see this title, you see now I have the devil in them. I'm, 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 I'm putting the devil in here as Donald Trump. Now, I started to put this in quotation marks because where am I going with this? What I'm really going with, family, is the fact that this election is unprecedented. This is something that we have never seen before. And I want to talk about the perception of Donald Trump. I want to talk about the media and how they have influenced people to believe that Donald Trump is, quote, literal Hitler, that he is just absolutely literal Hitler. Now, regardless of what you think about Donald Trump, I, I can totally understand why somebody wouldn't like him. He's definitely uh, uh, bumptious. You could call him a jerk if you want to say that. Uh, you could say you don't like his personality. He's very brash. He's very shrewd, right? He's very in your face. So I definitely get all of those things, all of those gripes that people have with Donald Trump. But I think it's a far cry from <laughs> someone having what you might call a nasty personality versus someone being literal Hitler. And I believe what we have seen from this election is the fact that the media has done such a psychological operation on the masses. I mean, I'm talking about the mainstream media. They've done such a psychological operation on people that they have convinced people that Donald Trump is the devil. All right. When you call somebody literal Hitler, you have practically called them the devil. Right. And so when I say that the devil has been defeated, I'm speaking from the perspective of typically the radical left, maybe even some of the moderate left who tend to believe that uh, Donald Trump is the devil. So what does it mean if Donald Trump is the devil and the devil has been defeated or rather what? Let me just start with this first. What does it mean if Donald Trump is the devil? If someone has the perception in their mind that he is the devil, they're going to vote him out by any means necessary. I heard a guy I listened to, uh, I think his name is Matt Walsh. He was talking about, he was making a point that if someone believes that Donald Trump is literal Hitler, they are liable to do anything to get him out of office because the ends justify the means. So what we have now, family, now y'all going to be chatting in here today. I'm about to keep up. <laughs> now, what we have here, family, is we have a situation where the election has become controversial. Now, if you talk to the people on the left and the media, they will tell you Joe Biden has won. You know, according to the Associated Press, 
and the vote count as it stands today, they're calling him the 46th president of the United States. But if you listen to what Donald Trump and also the conservative people are saying, what they are saying is that, and I'm not saying which side is right or which side is wrong, but what they are saying is that they are taking these state, a few of these states to court and they're asking for a recount. And the reason why they're asking for a recount is because they believe that there has been fraud in the election. Voter fraud as far as mail-in ballots. Now, I don't know how much of this stuff is true, how much of it is not true. I'm just telling you what the right is saying about the situation. They're saying that um, Republican volunteers were not allowed to see the vote count. That's one allegation. There's another allegation that people who are deceased, people who are dead, have been voting or have voted in this election. I heard something else in Arizona about how the people were given Sharpies to fill out their voter card, but your card is only valid if you have... Uh, I think it's like black ink or something like that. So basically, if you use a Sharpie, then your vote wouldn't be count. So needless to say, it's a whole mess. It's not over. They are taking this thing to court and it has the potential to get ugly. It has the potential to get really ugly. So I want to ask us this question, right? Because I want to I want to stick to my theme about. Trump being the devil and how the devil has been defeated, right? There's a lot of focus on getting Trump out of office. The whole mission was vote him out, vote Donald Trump out. But in voting Donald Trump out, people have not really focused on who or what you are voting in. Because once again, if you're basing this off the theory that he is the devil incarnate, he is Hitler incarnate, then it doesn't matter what his opponent has done. It doesn't matter anything. You know, Joe Biden is on record for a lot of stuff. The man's sniffing women's hair like he's sniffing cocaine. Uh, you know, so we're not thinking about what are we voting in. There's been so much of a push to get the devil out of office. And people really believe this. I had my masseuse. I was visiting my masseuse and uh, normally I just kind of stay quiet cause I'm trying to get my money's worth. But one time we were having a discussion and I don't know how we got on the topic of Trump, but she was like, I mean, he's the devil. He reminds you of the devil, doesn't he? And I didn't really argue with her cause I'm, I'm like it, this conversation <laughs> cause she's a nice lady. I'm like this conversation is, I'm just trying to relax and enjoy my massage. So, I mean, it didn't offend me or nothing. I'm not easily offended, but I say all of that to say that this is not a foreign concept. It's not a foreign concept. I think they call it Trump derangement syndrome or something like this, where people just have this perception that he's some sort of fascist dictator and all of this different type of stuff. Now, what I will say is <laughs> not conceding the election, taking him to court and demanding a recount is the most Trumpish thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> that almost like feeds into the theory of the left, right? That um, he's he's basically doing exactly what they would expect him to do. And that that is his personality. But I want to think about what are we voting in? If you voted the devil out, fair enough. But what have you voted in? Now, Joe Biden is basically a puppet. 
Okay, I'm just going to say it plain. He's basically an empty suit. He's basically someone that can be easily manipulated if you see how he flips from 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 place to place. And he's marketed as harmless. He's marketed as nice. He's marketed as homeless. And he's literally deteriorating right in front of our faces. Um, they won't show you all of it. But if you look at his speeches, if you listen to his gaffes, if you listen to a lot of the mistakes that he makes, he's basically... He's showing signs of dementia. I'm not trying to wish that on him. I'm not trying to be funny or anything. I'm, I'm legitimately being serious. He's showing signs of dementia. So what you have voted in, and this shows you exactly how much people think Trump is Hitler because they're willing to invite Joe Biden in, or excuse me, to elect Joe Biden in, despite the fact that he's literally becoming senile, that he's literally probably said just as many racist things as Trump. He also had a sexual allegation against him that they just kind of swept under the rug. All of these different variables, right? All of these different things. But more specifically, I want to talk about his policies. And not to go too far into detail, but my, my point about him being an empty suit is the fact that although he's marketed as moderate and harmless, what he has done is he has given an entryway for the radical left to come in and bring forth their agendas. So what I'm talking about is uh, very lax abortion laws. You know, Joe Biden was endorsed by Planned Parenthood. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I need to fact check this, but I'm pretty sure I heard that he like sued some nuns for not giving contraception or for not telling their people that they can ha telling, you know, young girls or women that they can have abortions. So, all of these different type of things are going on. You got the whole abortion thing he's bringing in. We see that the drug laws have become lax all around the country. In every state where there was a drug decriminal decriminalization on the ballot, they basically decriminalized those drugs. I mentioned last week how D.C. just legalized. Oh, excuse me. They didn't legalize. D.C. just decriminalized uh, um, those uh, psychedelic mushrooms. I think another state decriminalized heroin or cocaine or something like this. So my point is that he gives more of an entryway for the radical left to get their foot in the door. I'm talking about things like, you know, extreme climate hysteria. I'm also talking about things like uh, socialism, which is probably the most important thing. Uh, socialism and this idea that equity somehow equals equality that's the message that i believe kamala harris put out on her page and the best the easiest way i can explain socialism is like this because a lot of young people think socialism is just so great and all of this but historically throughout civilization if there's been a large country right socialism has usually resulted into big government which eventually resulted into some some form of tyranny if you look at like the Soviet Union and China and places like this. So my point is that socialism. OK, this is the example. Socialism is like when you do a group project and you got four people in a group. One person does the bulk of the work. Somebody else does a little bit of the work and then two other people slack off. But you all get the same grade for the project. And that's what socialism is. It's basically this idea that. We have enough already and that capitalism is just evil, right? Now, there are evil elements to capitalism, but it's not inherently evil. 
but what it does is it limits those that have the the work ethic and the drive to get ahead and it actually rewards those that have no work ethic at all now i do believe that there is a place for feeding the the uh the poor right uh, taking care of the widows and the fatherless. The word of God talks about that all the time. But the word of God also says if a man don't work, he don't eat. And if somebody goes to work and they put 40 to 80 hours a week and then you just mooch off of that person, that's actually considered robbery, right? So essentially socialism is robbery that eventually, because socialism usually eventually kind of evolves into communism, it's very similar to communism, put it that way. Now, I'm not the expert. I'm just giving you the surface level of this stuff. But I say all of this to say that we focused so much on who we voted out that we that a lot of folks didn't think about what exactly are we bringing in. And so that brings me to an overall question that I want to pose, because in the faith, there is this idea of who is Donald Trump? Was and, and I guess in, you could say in hindsight, if he does end up getting not re, getting reelected after this whole court situation, the question will then become who was Donald Trump? Now, Donald Trump by Christians is thought to be one of two things or really probably like three. So some some Christians are just like, you know, they, they think he's evil, you know what I mean? Because of his personality and stuff. Fair enough. Other Christians think that he was sent that he's God's man. That God placed him there like a type of King Cyrus. And as a type of King Cyrus, Donald Trump was kind of sent to basically restore order and kind of shift this country in a direction to better be in line with God. To kind of shift this country in a place to where we don't get so caught up in the radical left that we just become a completely godless nation. And you hear a lot of this from the evangelical Christians, which are typically like conservative Christians, you know, Republicans, so to speak. And they think that well, some Republicans and they think that Donald Trump is uh, our type of King Cyrus. Thirdly, there's the completely th this is when I put my truther hat on. Now, I go between my, my truther hat and my, you know, playing the game, being a conservative hat. I'm still processing how much of this stuff is legit and how much of it is not. The truth of perspective is that presidents are selected, not elected, meaning that the elite already know who they want to put in place. They already have an agenda that's probably 10 steps ahead of us. They put these things in the Simpson episodes. It's called predictive programming. So in the Simpsons, you saw that Donald Trump was going to be elected before it happened. There's uh, been a ton of other things on separate issues where other cartoons like the Simpsons and, and uh, a few others, you know, Kobe died in a helicopter in a cartoon um, on Cartoon Network before it happened in real life. So these things are called predictive programming. And the idea is that the elite are in control of these things. All the world is a stage and every person serves a role in this particular stage show that we call the United States of America or on a grand scheme that we call the world. So let's let's think for a second if we let's subscribe just for the moment to the truther perspective that. Presidents are selected, not elected. So then I would ask the question, what then was the purpose of Donald Trump? If that is the case, 
Donald Trump would have served as what was referred to as controlled opposition, meaning that he was sent to be a polarizing figure. He was sent to bring division. He was sent to give the the majority of the people that pay attention to the media this perception that he is the devil. He has to be voted out. And that is what will allow people to to bring in anything else. I will bring in a geriatric sign of dementia, hair sniffing, uh, old, can't speak in a full speech man, anything but the devil, anything but him. And when you say anything but the devil, that means that you're willing to bring on any other evil that you can take as long as it's not the devil, because the devil is pure evil. When they call Donald Trump literal Hitler, they think that he is pure evil, right? So what folks are saying is, I don't care what I have as long as I don't have pure evil. And that's why some people believe that there's been voter fraud. Uh, that's why uh, there's so much controversy around this election. I'm going to show you guys this. This is uh, This was sent to my house, and I'm covering up. Let me cover up this guy's name. <laughs> Well, y'all might be able to see the guy's name, but I've been in this house for about 10 years. I bought this house in 2010. And ever since I've lived in this house, they have sent mail to other people at this address. For like the first five or seven years, I'm, I'm, I promise I probably got more mail for whoever lived at this address before me than I actually got for myself. So that being said, they sent this mail-in ballot for this person. I'm not going to say his last name, but first name Roscoe and Roscoe doesn't live here. Now, I got this about a month ago. I probably should have sent it back. Oh, well, don't don't tell nobody. <laughs> I don't know if this is legal. You know what I mean? I didn't open it, by the way. But the, the fact that I didn't open it means that I don't know what the ballot even looks like. So but that being said, I was wondering if I would have been able to fill out this ballot and send it in for Roscoe. You know, I don't know if it requires his social security number. I don't know if it requires, I don't know what's on the ballot. I heard that it requires your signature, but a signature is just that. It's a signature. And the fact that people are saying that they think it's so much fraud, I'm assuming it doesn't require your social security number, maybe not your date of birth. I really don't know what the ballot, what the mail-in ballots look like. But hypothetically speaking, if I would have been able to get enough information I probably could have voted on this guy's behalf. So I don't know if Roscoe voted or not. Okay. Um, but I say all of that to say that who's to say what could have went right and what could have went wrong. Now, the ugliest that this thing can get. Now, this uh, this is kind of like my real life slash truther helmet. And I'm about to open up the lines in a minute. The ugliest that this thing can get is if Trump goes to the courts and somehow the courts determine that there was fraud. They do a recount and then Trump wins. If that happens, I don't know. It's going to be complete anarchy because it's going to be it's, people are going to go berserk. People will go berserk because I already had it in my mind that if Trump were to win, then the radical left was probably going to riot. But if Trump seemingly loses then he goes to court and then he wins. People have already made up in their minds that Joe Biden has won. 
Now, from what I've heard some people say, technically he has not won until every vote has been counted and until this thing gets litigated. But it doesn't matter because a lot of the news outlets have declared Joe Biden the winner. I don't know the legality of these things, if I'm being honest. But that being said, if that thing is overturned in court, hide your kids, hide your wife and hide your husbands because they riding everything out here. OK, I'm telling you that right now. They I don't own a gun. <laughs> but if they if they overturn that thing, I might have to holler at somebody on the street or go to the gun shop or something because it, it has the potential to get crazy. But going back to the to the, the question I'm really asking, was Donald Trump God's man or was Donald Trump controlled opposition? You guys can give me a call and let you know. Let me know. Rather, let us know. How you feel about that? Let me put this number up on the screen or, or, or just anything that we've said so far about the election. The number is 202-738-1686. And feel free to call in and talk about the election all you want. Otherwise, I think I'm just going to go into the chat and see what folks have been saying. I'm looking at my notes right here because I want to make sure that that I didn't miss anything. I think I mentioned the difference between equity and equality. You know, equity is like, like I said, it's like the group project. Equality means everybody has the same rights and the same opportunity, right? That's that's a whole different thing from equity. But socialism and communism work off the principle of equity. So, yeah, I did want to talk about the, the seemingly the seeming innocence of Joe Biden, the, the harmless factor. It's I don't know if he's acting or if that's how he really is, but it's almost like he just seems so harmless that people don't see any threat with him. And it's interesting because my sister in Christ Torrance, who works with us in the ministry, she told me about a dream that she had about Joe Biden. And this was before the election results. She said um, she let me make sure I'm, I'm looking at the text message to make sure I got it right, because she told me I could share this dream. But basically, she said folks were in an auditorium and there was some sort of like explosion or something that happened that this is a dream. I'm not inciting anything. I'm not spreading any rumors or nothing like that. I'm just telling you what her dream was. The folks were in some sort of auditorium and some woman, she said it could have been Kamala. She doesn't know, pulled a lever and the lever had some sort of explosion. Right. But there were survivors that came out of the auditorium. And when they came out of the auditorium, they confronted Joe Biden and she says one of the survivors saw him. He told him he was responsible as the whole senile act was a facade. And she said that he was playing senile during the campaign. And basically he was acting that way because he wanted to give the appearance that he was harmless. Now that's Sister Torrance's dream. I, I covered the surface level of it. I don't remember all the details. It wasn't my dream. But to me, that's plausible. Joe Biden seems so harmless uh, because he's geriatric. You know, he's he's an old man. He's so harmless, like you would never even think he was the Antichrist. <laughs> I'm not saying he is. Let me be clear before I even get started on this. But you know how I've heard people say Obama's the Antichrist. I've heard people say uh, Donald Trump is the Antichrist. I've heard people say that the guys over there in, in, the, in the UK, I think Prince Harry or somebody, all these different people because they're leaders and they command respect. 
But there's but just to give you an idea of how people respect or I'll say view or and don't respect Joe Biden, you'll probably never hear anyone say that he's the Antichrist. He he just doesn't carry that persona. He doesn't carry that type of captivity. He's not very appealing. There's really, in my humble opinion, <laughs> no amiable qualities about him. You know what I mean? Other than the fact that he's nice and Trump is mean. But all of these are just just different things. I'm just tossing this around. But tonight I'm asking a question. If What do you think this election means? Do you think this election is over? If it is over, what do you think was the purpose of Donald Trump, if any? Did he have some sort of spiritual purpose? You know what I mean? One thing I didn't mention is that along with the Joe Biden agenda, there's going to be a lot of the return of the politically correct censorship. Now, Sister Tatiana made a point on here last week where she basically said, despite Trump being elected, it didn't really put an end to a lot of the the, the kind of like the agendas that we saw going on before Trump got elected. And when she made that point, I kind of agree because a lot of stuff did just keep going along. You know, some of it actually got worse. But I'd like to think that hypothetically, if Hillary had gotten elected, then it probably would have been accelerated more. So I'm curious to know what everyone thinks about just this election in general. If you want to call in 202-738-1686. And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to look at these comments also brother josiah before the election results brother josiah told me that he had a dream that biden won as well now i actually had a dream that i did not share because i wasn't i was trying to get the understanding of the dream now i i, I don't know a good way to say this all i'm gonna say is like in my particular dream 45 was jfk'd so you put those together if you don't know what that means, ask somebody. You know, when I'm on YouTube now, you just can't say stuff like you used to on YouTube. But 45 was JFK. And when it happened, he was given a speech. He already had like a like a um, hole in his chest, like something that already shot at him. And then there was like another one that came that ended up being very chaotic. And it was like stuff just went completely haywire after that. In a dream, I kind of like went to my mom's house to check on her. And while I was on the streets, it was nighttime. It was like I saw a lot of cops and ambulance out and stuff like that. So I don't know if that dream had any significance. I don't know if I ate some bad cheese pizza or if the Lord was trying to tell me something through that dream. But considering things now, if he gets if he loses, if he officially loses this election, Trump, then I don't see any scenario where that necessarily has to happen to him because I think he kind of falls into irrelevancy. Like he would, he would never be irrelevant because he's Donald Trump. He was relevant beforehand. He'll be relevant after. But I guess my point is like the devil's been defeated. So now he's not a threat. The only potential threat I'll see is like, if he tries to get reelected in like 2024 or something like that, then I could see, a person feeling compelled to do that. But otherwise I just don't see the point. So that dream kind of had me thinking that Trump might get reelected because I was like, 
why would that happen if he's just out of office? Now, what that dream could have meant is it could have had something to do with the fact that he lost the election. I really don't know. I'm still praying about it. I've actually heard one or two other people say something similar to 45 being JFK, but that, that, that dreams about it. Let me be clear. But um, I didn't I didn't take that as the type of confirmation I needed to really piece it together. So I'm sharing the dream now, obviously, but I'm not putting any context around it. I'm not making any declarations around it. And if he is a legitimate human man, which I think he is, I hope it doesn't happen to him. So let me go to the chat and see what's going on. I, I finally got to the point. Somebody was like, what are you saying? What are you saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I personally believe Donald Trump is the devil. But what I am saying is that the perception of a lot of folks on the extreme left, they believe that he is. And because of that, anything goes from that point forward. Praise the Lord. Heather's Corner asks, she's talking about the outreach. You only need coats or long sleeve clothing. We can accept long sleeve clothing, sister, winter items. But regarding this chat, and let me see, I might not be able to greet everybody today. I just want to kind of read some comments. So I just want to welcome all of you all collectively. Praise the Lord. Sister Roxanne said the devil is defeated. The White House, of course. In the White House, of course. <laughs> yeah, see, Sister Roxanne don't like Donald Trump. See, me and her can still get along. And, you know, I know she doesn't like him, right? And that doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me or political view. See, there's sensible people who can have these type of conversations. They can agree on certain things. They can disagree on certain things. And it doesn't damage the relationship. But when you say something about somebody and you lose a friendship, you lose a relative, you lose your co-worker that really speaks to the idolatry and and also the hysteria that comes with these conversations you know when we talk about what was the purpose of donald trump i've said this before in a separate solid talk sometimes i think that obama served as both an idol to those who had racial idolatry in their hearts and also an antichrist type to those who think that he's like a type of antichrist. I think Trump is the same way, but he's just a different, a different angle. Trump to many, there are those that if you say something bad about him, they will come for your neck as well. So he served as like this idolatrous antichrist, uh, excuse me, this idolatrous idol worship type. And then in the same manner, he also, served as an antichrist type because i heard people asking the question do you think trump is the antichrist so i kind of feel like god is testing the hearts of people because regardless of how these folks came into office ultimately nobody would be anywhere if it weren't for the lord signing off on it so i feel like a lot of these people are designed to test the hearts sometimes just politics in general is designed to test your heart you know what I mean? Where does your allegiance lie? Are you putting your faith in this? So the safe bet at all times is just to not worship any man, because if you don't worship any man and you continue to worship Jesus Christ, and if you don't believe that this world system is your kingdom, but you believe that the kingdom of God is your kingdom, then in that case, you don't have to worry about falling into that trap of idolatry or that trap of worshiping the Antichrist. 
you know, this just popped in my mind. The other thing Joe Biden might might invite in is harsher lockdowns. I don't know. It really depends on this whole on how this whole coronavirus thing goes, because, you know, he says, I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm not going to shut down uh, the nation. I'm going to shut down the virus. OK, how he's going to do that. Please let me know. Like somehow he just gets elected and all of a sudden he can just shut down the virus like he just can just do that with the snap of a finger. So if he's able to do that, kudos to him. I'm not going to be mad at it. But most likely what's really going to happen is he's probably going to implement stricter lockdowns. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe possibly nationwide lockdowns. And we don't know what can come of that. We got this virus uh, vaccine coming out. Who knows what they're going to try to do with that. Y'all already know how I feel about that. As much as I can avoid it, I'm not taking it unless the Lord tell me to take it. BSV says, so much confusion, division, and hate. Heather's Corner says, the truth will come to light. Marsha says, 2020 has been one for the books. The most important thing is to make sure your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Absolutely. Now, let me say this. I should have said this at the beginning. And this goes back to my point about hysteria. If... Let's say, for example, if you don't like Joe Biden, all you have to do is just cut off the TV. It's really it's it's so, you know, like <laughs> people ask the question, like, how do we stop Donald? How do we shut up Donald Trump? Just cut off the TV. How do you stop Joe Biden? Just cut off the TV. Just cut off the TV. Ignore it on social media or get off of social media. If your coworker come to you at the job, well, you heard about what Joe Biden said. You heard about what Donald Trump said. Just say, nah, I ain't even heard about it. And then when they tell you whatever it is and they expect you to be upset about it, all you say is, dang, that's crazy. And that's it. <laughs> that's all you got to do. Just be like, that's wild. And that's it. You don't have to be stressed out about it. You don't have to go into hysteria about it. But what's happening is when people don't have a revelation of the real devil, because everybody has, put like this, I believe just about everybody has an idea of good and evil. Whether you are an atheist, whether you are an agnostic, whether you are of some other religion, we all tend to have some concept of good and evil. And what happens a lot of times is when things don't go right in somebody's life or when Things are just going wrong around somebody and you let that consume you. You need a devil to point to. And since most of the radical left doesn't believe in God, because you can't really be in the, in the radical left and believe in God at the same time, it's, it's, it's logically impossible. But since they don't have a revelation of God, the real true and living God, they don't have a revelation of the devil and so they have to attribute the devil to someone else. They have to attribute evil to someone else or something. And that's kind of where the hysteria comes in. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Brother Cullen says, I don't vote for the lesser of two evils. Personally, I don't think it's for us Christians to yoke up with the kingdoms of man, but to be separate and preach the coming kingdom of our Lord. Well, praise the Lord, Brother Cullen. I can certainly understand where you're coming from on that. That's kind of where I was a, a few years ago. It's kind of a little bit where I am now. I actually, I, I was, in, I was, I was 
interested in this election this year because I've just been paying more attention to it. And because of that, I kind of wanted to vote. And I prayed to the Lord. I said, Lord, if you want me to vote, I will vote. But if you don't want me to vote, I'm not going to vote. And the Lord did not tell me to vote. And I asked him, I asked him, and, and, and he he didn't tell me to vote. So I kind of side with you, Cullen, where I do think that a lot of it might just be none of our business, right? But that being said, if there is any validity, spiritual validity to, and that's really the question we're asking, is there any spiritual validity to the election? Is it just the world's business or is it something that has an impact, a spiritual impact on the world as we know it, our country as we know it? Because let's be real, there are policies that can be implemented like abortion, like certain drug laws, maybe certain gun law, who knows, all of these different type of things. You know, uh, like I mentioned last week, when government becomes your God, these moral issues that should be reserved for God are now being or governed by politics. Now, we live in a democratic republic, or some people say it's a democracy, right? It's a democratic republic. But the point is that the people are able to decide. Now, America, conceptually, we know America got a lot of drama and a lot of wickedness with it. But conceptually, America was founded on godly principles. And those godly principles... Um, are kind of where we get our laws of the land, right? See, the law was not made for a righteous man, but everybody is not righteous. So essentially, we have to have law so that people aren't running around doing whatever they want. See, if you had a, a, a bunch of born-again Christians that were just living in some country, you wouldn't even need a law because those born-again Christians are all... Abiding by the law of the spirit of God, they're abiding by what Jesus said, the two greatest commandments, love the love, love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, soul and strength. And the second one to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So hypothetically, if there was just some world, which will be the new heaven and the new earth <laughs> where Christians, followers of Christ could just exist, we wouldn't even need a law. But we do need a law in this world because Broad is the way to lead to destruction, and most people are on a broad way to destruction, and they need something to keep them in check. So the laws were founded, seemingly, we're told, upon godly principles, which in essence seems notable, but ultimately it means that man is still in control because man sat down and formulated those laws. Now, man formulated those laws, you know, allegedly based off of the reverence for God in this country. So as the reverence leaves, now I know somebody going to get, get on me say, you know, the founding fathers were Freemasons and all that. They probably were and all that, but I'm just speaking conceptually. It is based on man's agreement with the morality of God. That's how the laws were formed. So what happens over time is that as man or the public comes out of agreement with the sovereignty of God, then the laws begin to erode away from the things that God finds pleasing. The, the laws themselves begin to become morally corrupt because there's no anchor of God himself 
that's able to keep us in a proper perspective, us meaning humanity. So that's what you get with a democracy is basically where the people decide. Now, that that begs the question, what's the best type of government? Theoretically, now, now this is not even feasible today, but the best thing that you can have is a theocracy, which is where God lays down the law, which I guess if folks were not born again, it probably would have been those 60, 600 some odd laws that were in the Old Testament under Moses. And we just abide by that. No one changes it. No one alters it. Because if you leave it up to people, people will fail you every time. People will do what's in the interest of the person. When you have a democracy, it basically translates into the people become God because the people become in charge. And it may not happen the first 10 years. It may not happen the first 100 years, the first 200 years. But by the time you get to 2020, you're going to have laws on the books that look nothing like the character of God because the, the morality and the reverence for God has eroded away. And now people are just just making their own decisions. And so if I if I were in charge, there would be a, a theocracy, which basically means that God, God determines everything and everybody worships God. But if you say that in America, it's like, see, and this goes back to the concept of America, land of the free, home of the brave. There's, there's certain freedoms that are embedded into this nation, uh, like freedom of religion, right? Freedom of religion. Now, that's something to think about, right? Freedom of religion. What is it? I heard somebody say recently, with freedom comes responsibility, so when you talk about freedom in America, what are we how are we being free? You know, we are we are free to do as we please. Right. Um, what is it called? Pursuit of happiness or um, uh, life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness or something like that. But my point is that if you give humans that much responsibility, they're going to fumble it every time. They're going to fumble it every time. Should you restrict people? Probably not. But it probably would be for their own benefit, to be honest with you. So, Brother Cullen, I totally understand what you're saying. I want to finish your point, too. He says, let's not bind ourselves with the spirit of Babylon by partaking in her ways and systems. We must come out of her and receive not her plagues. God is sovereign and his will be done. Amen. That's my prayer for this whole situation we're in. God, let your will be done. Let your will be done. And I know he'll do that. Sister Deidre says mainstream media is preparing the left for the riots, looting, etc. that will happen after the truth is revealed. Wow. Now, if by the truth, you means that there was fraud and that Trump is still going to be president. I'm telling y'all, man, if that happens, hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> I'm telling you. Don't say I didn't warn you. But, OK, we got a call. <clears throat> hey, God bless you. This is Solid Talk. How, who do I have on the line? Hey, Brother Greg, this is Rashad. What's going on, Brother Rashad? How you doing? I'm good, man. Um, yeah, I was just calling the way in on the on the talk. And first of all, I was just wanting to say, man, like, I don't think there's wrong with um, coming from a, a, a carnal, carnal perspective. Because even when you look at Jesus and how he broke down the parables to, the, to help them understand, I think as Christians, we can do that too. You know, get a get a perspective from 
from the simple minded and bring it to like a spiritual, you know, place. So I don't think there's nothing wrong with um, getting an understanding of how people perceive the world so we can help them. Absolutely, brother. That's a great point you make. You know, we do have to relate to people. We do have to understand what's going on enough to where we can talk to people. You know, I think. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Paul put it and, this um, way. Oh, so, also, yeah. Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I also want to weigh in on Joe Biden. You know, I, I've been doing my research and I looked at the 1993 crime bill and you know, I wasn't I wasn't really a big fan of that, and but then I like I think about has this guy really changed? And and you and you look at the things that he's allowing, like like you said, relaxed, you know, drug drug crime crime bills and all these things like that. But that kind of sets. I'm not saying like I, I you know I believe in the church. You know, the church is Christ's ride and all that. But I also think like as a curse, as black people looking for an identity, I think that we are just clinging to something like judgment to us. For looking for that identity instead of finding it in Christ, we're mm-hmm. trying to find it in man. And I think that kind of hurts us, too. I agree wholeheartedly. And that's actually that was what I was going to talk about tonight before this whole election happened. Right. You, yeah. And, and um, go ahead. And saying that I live in Alabama, so I know uh, a lot of the, the racial tension and all that. So and and, and the, the, the mood around here is like a lot of people, you know, it's Trump country down here. So. A lot of people are deflated right now, so I'm thinking that could be judgment to them for, like, you know, extreme patriotism, like adultery, you know. It could be judgment for us, lacking the identity, and judgment for them for the adultery of the patriotism. So it can be like two birds with one stone, but, you know, we just got to stay focused on Christ at the end of the day because, you know, he has the last say. Absolutely, brother. They say two things can't be true. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Not two opposing things. They can't be true. But two separate things can be true, and they don't necessarily have to cancel one another out. So I I definitely understand what you're saying with that. And I just want to say one last thing before you left, uh, before you leave, asking about Joe Biden and the crime bill and all of that. Um, It's interesting because his running mate, Kamala, Kamala Harris, she more or less accused him of being racist when they were doing the vice presidential debates. I don't know if you saw that. I did. Um, I watched a little bit of it, but yeah, I just look at that and that just raised a lot of red flags for me. But, um, you know, you just got to keep watching them, you know, um, just watch the fruits that he's producing. And But I just don't really have a good feeling, you know, because it's like he's like you said, he's relaxing everything and making everything seem more acceptable when we need to be moving away from our tree and coming back to Christ, but I don't know. Yeah, for sure, brother. Well, thanks for calling in, brother Rashad. I really appreciate that call, man. No problem, man. Thank you for doing what you do. All right, no problem, bro. Bye. All right, bye. Yeah, praise the Lord. God bless, God bless brother. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. Rashad for calling in. You know, he makes a good point about the patriotism, the idolatry. There's a radical right just like there's a radical left. And a lot of the radical right, they do embody a lot of those also ungodly principles, but they're ungodly in another way in terms of pride, some of them in terms of racism. Now, I don't personally believe Donald Trump is racist, but I do believe that he has a racist contingent. You know what I mean? It's almost like you have the extreme left and you have the extreme right. Um, But people believe that if you vote for Trump, then you're automatically a racist 
And I'm like, no, it could just be that you just don't want to kill babies. You know what I mean? Could that just be it? <laughs> like, you, you kind of put me between a rock and a hard place here, um, alleging that. But that's how some people see it. So, you know, they do stuff like ask him to deny systematic racism or I'm sorry to, to condemn. I'm sorry to condemn white supremacy. And he's done it like at least seven times on record. But every time they ask him, it's like they act like he's never done it before. <laughs> so there's like montages of him just doing it over and over again. But the point is that they know he's done it already, but they just want to make it look like to people that he refuses to do it. You know what I mean? To uh, to do that. So it's almost like when you get into an argument with somebody and they just keep throwing the same thing over and you like, I thought we moved past that. But that's not really how it goes. You know, the whole Charlotte thing has been debunked, but people don't really care about that. So there's just a lot of misinformation that creates a perception to make people think that they're dealing with the devil incarnate and then they will allow anything else. That's 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 really the theme of tonight. Anything else but the devil. And that's kind of a dangerous place to be in because that means that you will settle for anything. So that speaks to the point that Sister Deidre said. M, oh, sorry, Miss Miss J. Hearn 3 says, people at least know who and what Trump is and where he's at. Biden is very dangerous. Biden is a very dangerous and evil person. Yeah, there's a lot behind that. All I can tell folks to do is research. And that's the other thing. I think, yeah, yeah, just research, just research. Marsha says, y'all got Obama for a third term with Joe Biden. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, Obama was a very charismatic president. He's probably the coolest president that we've ever seen. You know, Obama hits the basketball shot. Y'all probably seen it. He he hit the basketball shot, and he looks so cool. He's like, that's what I do. You know what I mean? He just He just has that charisma about him. But despite that charisma under his administration, he made the most strides in LGBTQ history than any other president. You know, gay marriage was legalized under him. He didn't really do a lot for black people, to be honest, other than just him being black and being president. And there was just a lot of wickedness that kind of came with that term. God doesn't like that stuff. Those are the things that he judges the nation for. What Sodom got judged for was for being... Uh, uh, basically like for extreme, ex being extreme revelry, uh, for being prideful, for being basically like excessive, and also for sodomy. That's actually where we get the word sodomy from, is from Sodom. So those type of things, God doesn't like. He doesn't like child sacrifice, which is essentially what, he, what abortion is. That's why they set up these Planned Parenthood buildings, which are nothing, nothing more than altars, Right. And people are, are coming here. I was just thinking about this the other day. I don't know if I said this on a, on a solid talk or not. But I was just wondering the other day, like, where did abortion come from? Like, somebody got pregnant and they didn't want to be pregnant. And they were like, man, I'm pregnant, but I don't want to be pregnant. And then somebody else was just like, you could kill it. You know, like, I just wonder how, A, how did that even come about? And B, how did it become commonplace? But if you read in the scriptures, that type of stuff has been going on since the beginning of time. So I think it's spiritual. Cullen says, God bless brothers and sisters. God bless Brother Greg. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Miss J. Hearn 3 says, I'd rather someone hurt me with the truth than comfort me with a lie. 
And now that we, the people, have rebelled against the left, will be harshly punished. God forbid they get power. Brother Nate says, you're right about Biden and Trump, brother. Speak the truth in and out of season. And taking this to court is the most, quote, Trumpist thing to do. That's that's just so him. It's so him. I'm not even going to, like, that really is, is how he's built. They knew he would do this before it even came on the scene. I mean, before we even went through the process of the election. So it's not a surprise to anyone. Beatus Feet says the Antichrist spirit at the end of the day will seduce and deceive people. You're right, sister, at the end of the day. And I just think about at the end of the, the day, you know, the end of days, the end of this day that we live in. Where are we? You know, where are we? This is why we got to get close to the Lord. You know, the Lord gave me that song late in the evening. How late in the evening is it? Right. Because I've said before, I know a myriad of Christians who have different beliefs of where we are in time. I, I've heard some that think that we're not going to live to see the year 2022. But then I've heard others that have kids and the Lord have told them or given them dreams about what their kids are going to be when they grow up. So this is why it's so important to have a personal relationship with the Lord, because if we keep our eyes focused on him, despite of what's around us, despite of riots, despite of politics, despite of who's the president. Because let me be clear. At the end of the day, Trump or Biden, whoever becomes president, all I'm going to do is wake up. If I'm if I'm working from home, I'm going to wake up, roll over, log into my computer, go to work and live my life. If they open up stuff back up, I'm going to wake up, take a shower, hop on that metro, go to work and go about my life. It really is not going to change your daily life in the short term that much. I don't even know how much Biden can do because a lot of Congress came in Republican this in during this election. So there's a lot of variables. But I think the most important thing is don't panic or don't be nervous. You know, so many people have, have had anxiety about this election. And yes, the election is important. But nobody should be having anxiety about this election. You know, it's it's an election. I mean, if you want somebody to win, fine, I get that. You're rooting for somebody. Maybe you're, you know, a diehard Republican or Democrat. But there should not be any type of severe anxiety when it comes to this situation. You know, focus on the Lord. The scripture says promotion is not from the east or the west or the south. It's from the Lord. So whoever is president, if God wants to exalt you, he can exalt you despite any circumstances. And that's why in the grandest theme of the grand scheme of things, ultimately, as long as God is in control, that's all that matters. Hey, praise the Lord. This is Solid Talk. Who do I have on the line? Hey, good day, brother Greg. It's brother Nick. Hey, brother Nick. What's going on? Hey, not much, man. I'm calling to tell you about the the abortion, like where it started. Okay. So back in the day, right? Um, they used to have. They still do it now. Like now, they call it carnival. It's basically like a, a sex. Um, you know, it, it's a sex ritual, right? But you know, people call it carnival where they dress, you know, half naked and all that. So on that time of year, like they they worship the god Bacchus, right? So that's why it's called like bacchanal or carnival. So what they would do, they have like ritualistic sex um, for for part of their worship for that God. So when they come around like nine months time, you know, they just have sex with random people nine months time. 
to have um the woman have a baby, but you know they don't know who the father is. So then they would take that baby now, you know that's just been born, and they would like the Bible says they would toss it in the fire, but they wouldn't toss it directly in the fire. They had a um like there's pictures on Google. It's like this this um it's like a cow gutter or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it is, but mm. it's it's like this thing. It's like a pan on top of a fire, right? And they put the baby on their life, so the baby would steam. Like, you know, you ever put, like, you ever sear like meat? Right. And you see how the steam goes up? Like, a part of their worship, when the steam goes up, just like how when we pray, our prayers go up as incense to God. So the steam, the searing off the baby in the pan, wow. goes up as incense incense um, to that God back us, which is, you know, basically the devil at the end of the Wow. The, at the end of the day, it's basically the devil. So that's the whole abortion thing. And, it, you know, it's still going on because when you think about, like, you know, different, like, carnival now and different, like, things like that, you know, lots of unwanted babies are made mm. from things like that. And wow. then, you know, they eventually end up at, on, at planned, um, planned Parenthood, so. Thank you for it, letting it me. It never stopped. Yeah, thank you for letting me know that, Brother Nick. Let me ask you this question real quick because the carnival, I've heard of, I've actually been to a couple, <laughs> you know, b- before mm-hmm. I was saved. Because they would have the festivals here in D.C., the Carnival Festival and all of that. So that typically, that's a Caribbean thing, right? Or is that worldwide? Well, teacher, I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, I'm Jamaican, so I know it's a Caribbean thing. Yeah, I heard an accent um, there. Yeah, yeah, I'm Jamaican. So, yeah, but I know it's a Caribbean thing. I don't know. Like, every culture has the same thing. Like, every culture you look in, it has the same thing. It might have a different name. Mm-hmm. Or they might do a different time of year or different. Something might look different, but the basis is always the same. It's always the same God. Wow. It might be a different name. Yeah, and that shows you that it's spiritual. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for calling in, Brother Nick, man. That's some important information. I'm going to look into that. And I think I know that picture that you're talking about, too, where it's like you see him offering it up. I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, God bless you, brother, man. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate that. All right, God bless you too, brother Greg. All right, All right peace. Bye. Yeah, praise the Lord. God bless brother Nick for calling in. Man, that that's I'm gonna have to research that, but I definitely believe that he's on to something with the. I won't want to say on to something like he made it up, but I definitely believe that he's he hit the nail on the head with that because it makes sense where this stuff comes from. Glittering Follies, who I think might be brother Joseph, I'm not sure, says, "Watch out the disaster of Harris Clinton in early 2021." Okay, so I, I correct me if I'm wrong, brother, but I guess what you're saying in that is if Joe Biden is deemed unfit for office or if he dies or something like that, then you're saying Harris will become president. And I guess by Clinton, you mean Hillary Clinton would become vice president and then you would have something totally unprecedented. So. Let me know if that's what you're saying with that. That would be very interesting. Somebody said the devil don't play by the rules. He does not. Brother Nick says Oregon decriminalized small amounts of hard drugs. Yeah, I think I heard that, brother. Wow. Sister Marsha says America is going to get exactly what it has sown. Get into the spiritual arc with the Lord Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Oh, this is Miss J. Hearn is giving me the backstory about that lawsuit I mentioned earlier. Yep, he, as in Biden, sued the Little Sisters organization to force taxpayer abortions 
and the left endorses and celebrates late-term abortion until the day of birth is called murder. Yeah, I have heard that before as well. I've read an article about that, actually. That's the organization, Little Sisters. Thanks for um, bringing that to my attention. Ms. J. Hearn goes on to say, if the party in power celebrates the murder of innocents and the most vulnerable of us, imagine how they would treat the rest of us dehumanization and objectification rod rot uh road a or road h688 says some seems like christians don't fit perfectly into any party well i think it goes back to what someone said earlier about how we're of the kingdom of god i think what most christians do is they try to those who choose to vote and they're totally within their rights to do that they try to choose the party that most aligns with God's will. That's what they should be doing. Now, in my opinion, I personally believe that the not so much the values of the conservative represents the Christian. It's not even really about that. To me, it's more about the values of the left being totally against Christian values. Now, and I'm talking about like the drugs, the abortion, the uh, what else? What else do they be doing? Uh, just all the other stuff, the LGB and all of that type of stuff. Um, but on the right, I guess their most no their their flaw, I guess, is being greedy or maybe being elitist. I think that's why people don't like the the, the conservative party. They're thought to be selfish and greedy, which is ungodly as well. Um, so I don't know. You know what I mean? I I don't know. But I think the most important thing is just to be led by the Lord. And not to get caught up into it. <laughs> King virus. That's funny. Uh, praise the Lord. I'm just kind of taking my time tonight. We only get one election every four years. We might as well take our time tonight. Oh, Sister Marcia says, that's crazy. Let's not forget several deceased people were sent stimulus checks as well. Wow. Okay, so Deidre is talking about the mail-in ballots. She says, only a signature is required. Okay. Christ Warrior, I believe, is about to answer my question about who who was Donald Trump or who is Donald Trump. Christ Warrior says they used Trump to destroy the image of Christian values to make the Antichrist more comfortable and acceptable. They're setting the stage. That is very plausible, Christ Warrior, because since Trump ran as a Republican and he's on a conservative view, people have it in their minds that Trump is a Christian. Now, y'all know I done got in trouble trying to make a determination of who's Christian and who's not. But Jesus said, you'll know a tree by their fruit. So I don't know where Trump is on his walk. Um, but I do know that there's been some things he said in the past that didn't exemplify being a Christian. Um, so I'm not going to say whether he is or whether, whether he isn't. But if the world is all a stage and they're setting the stage. I absolutely do believe that Trump was used to vilify the Christian because they see Christians supporting Trump. They look like it's almost like a big mass psyop of church hurt. You know what I mean? He's supposed to be this type of Christian, but yet he's mean. And that's that's the thing that people don't like about God. Those who choose not to like him. They think he's mean. They think the Bible is asking too much. They're not used to authority. And because they're so foreign to authority, they just don't know how to react. 
Now, Trump is someone who he embodies a lot of authoritative and a lot of masculine traits. He has a lot of toxic. Well, he has some. Well, I don't know if he has a lot or not, but he definitely has some toxic traits. But in all of his traits combined, he has certain masculine traits that are admirable, such as telling you exactly how he feels, getting straight to the point, not really, you know, joshing around and all of that. Um, being direct. I think that's what I'm saying. Being direct. Some people who are foreign to people who are direct interpret being direct as being mean. So if you align Donald Trump with the Christians and then you villainize him, or I won't even say villainize him, but because he is who he is. If you intentionally align him with the Christians and then you let him carry out as being mean, then now you have associated the Christians with being mean. What what do people consider mean about God? It's that I can't do the things that my flesh wants to do. I want to do X, Y, and Z. I want to be a woman and dress like a man and be the first man to become pregnant or, or be a pregnant man, they call it these days. I want that. But God's word does not permit that. God himself doesn't permit that. So now he's mean. Well, it's not about him being mean. It's about him having authority. What he's actually doing is actually trying to save your life. But putting my uh, truther hat on, my Christian truther hat on, Christ warrior, which, you know, if somebody made me tell, if I had to guess the right answer for me to win a million dollars, I would say that it all is just one big stage <laughs> and Trump was a character. But like I said, I don't know fully. But if I had to get it right, that would be my guess, you know. That's much better than me saying if somebody put a gun to my head. I'm trying to get out of saying that phrase because <laughs> I really don't want that to happen in my life. New Age to Saved says that's what they want. Faith 84 says this whole election seems to be sinister and wrong to me. I agree. There's definitely something afoot or excuse me, something to foul. Hallelujah. Deidre says the Associated Press cannot determine who wins the presidential seat. That's what I've been hearing. I've been hearing that they don't determine that, that it's determined when everything becomes final. And I've heard that the media is telling everybody it is final to get everybody riled up. That's why I said if if this thing go to court and Trump somehow wins, I don't at this stage, it doesn't look like that's plausible because I mean, if fraud was determined, then what does that mean? Does that mean that Biden is disqualified? You know, what if there was fraud, but Biden didn't have anything to do with it? Would he be disqualified for something that he didn't have to do with? If there was fraud and they don't know which votes are legit and which votes are not, does that mean that we vote again? I don't know what the legality of these things means, but what I do know is that I think it's going to be very hard for not maybe not for I think it's going to be very hard for Trump to overturn this. Um, I'm not saying it's impossible or anything like that. I don't know that it'll be very hard to prove fraud, you know, because I see a lot of fraud on the Internet. <laughs> like if you want to prove that, I saw one video of a lady just filling in multiple ballots and just like putting them off to the side or in the thing that was being counted. And there was like a security camera over her that I guess she didn't see. And some guy uploaded it. I don't know if this stuff is legit or if it's not, but there's a lot of 
talk that's circulating around and it didn't take a brain surgeon to figure out that regardless of who won the opposite side was going to say that the other side cheated it was inevitable it was inevitable and you especially knew that that Trump and them was going to do it because they were already talking about the excessive amount of mail-in ballots and how they wanted people to come to the polls and vote so there's a lot of foul stuff going on I agree Miss J. Hearn 3 says he's God's man. She's answering my question. Was Trump God's man or was he controlled opposition? Uh, she says he's God's man. God uses imperfect people like Trump. Okay, praise the Lord. We Hey, who knows? Uh, Alan G. says Trump saved the day. If Hillary would have won, we would have been at war with Iran. You might be right, Brother Alan. I'm not even learned enough to really to really show that. Allen goes on to say Biden is going to show his true colors. Excuse me, Biden is going to show his colors. Heather says if God can use a donkey, he can use anyone he wants whenever he wants. Be at his feet says it's all to do with the global agenda for a global ID passport vaccine order. That's the other thing that that's the other difference between Trump and or I'll say the conservative party and the left is the idea of globalism. Now, I've talked about this before. Nationalism is a Trump whole slogan was MAGA, make America great again. And his whole thing was nationalism. We're not going to be dependent on we're not going to we're not going to outsource. We're going to create jobs in America, get people to work in America, get the economy going in America. We're going to try to not be so reliant on China not have all of these other international dependencies, not be in a Paris Act, which is disproportionate to the U.S., and all of these different things. So his, him and his party was very nationalistic. What I, Obama and I, what I believe, how I believe Biden will be, they are globalist, meaning that they see the world as a collective community, which is dangerous because... That's what the that's what the structure of the one world religion is going to be under the Antichrist. The Bible says that everybody is going to be of the same speech and of the same mind. And everybody's going to have the mark of the beast or the number of his name or the image of the beast. So America is one of the major countries that's standing in the way of globalism and in order for America to shift from nationalism to globalism, you have to break that American pride, that patriotism that I think it was Brother Rashad mentioned earlier. Now, that patriotism, it is very prideful, but in some ways, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of beneficial. <laughs> like that American spirit is is very headstrong. And I like it in the sense of, it's it stands for what it believes in the only thing is you want to make sure that it's standing for something right and not just for anything but you have to break that nash that uh nationalism and patriotism of america in order to implement a globalist government so i believe that a lot of this division is what's called social engineering and this is the reason why is because they're trying to divide the nation because the scripture says that um Goodness, what does it say? <laughs> uh, basically, uh, something that's divided cannot stand or is going to fall. I'm still here. 
looking up description. Okay, yeah, that's what it is. A house divided will not stand. Yeah, I had to get that one, get that one together. <laughs> Some of y'all listening, y'all probably like, did he go out? No, I'm still here. Okay, let's keep going. I like this one. See what everyone. It's a, it's a. There's a myriad of of opinions tonight. I love that. Sometimes, <laughs> I love that. Sometimes. Uh, okay, man, it's a lot of talk. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start start random. I'm gonna start right here. Forgive me if I miss something, but we can't be here too long. Um, oh, got a call. Hey, praise the Lord. This is Solid Talk. Who do we have on the line? Hey, this is Evan, brother Greg. How you doing? What's going on, brother Evan? So, um, yeah, I decided to call. I've been listening for a little bit. Um, just what you just said, um, is kind of what's been on my mind. So I'm like, ah, oh, God's telling me to call. Um, a house divided, um, will fall. Um, what I see is exactly what's going on. I see it right now is America's like a loaded pistol and it's full to the brim with powder. Um, and I think Donald Trump, the reason why the left hates him so much is because he's not a Christian, but he's a, he's a man of the world. But what he does do is he loves America. He is very patriotic, all those things. So by default, you know, obviously some Christians will get into that bandwagon along with people who are non-Christians, but just patriotic Americans. And I feel like the reason why the left hates that so much, it's sort of like that friend that you were... <laughs> I'm just using an analogy, like a friend that you were robbing and stealing with. The police come to come arrest you guys, and you bail on your friend, and you just basically tell him to take the blame. And your friend's sitting there looking at you like, are you, are you kidding me? You're going to let me take this? And the rage that's going to foam inside of them, like, I know that you're stealing along with me. How uh -huh. dare you? You. So I feel like that's the look that the left has on Donald Trump. And by default, in the long run, the Christians will get lumped into that hate. Um, my personal thing is this. I don't think we've seen nothing yet. Like I talked to my wife and there's always this fear like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. I said, listen, this isn't nothing. What's coming down, I see what's coming down in the near future is um, when you're talking about your dream about 45 um, and, and JFK, um, I, I, and let me just pause for a second. Uh, if you listen to what Ocasio-Cortez just texted, um, what, what uh, tweeted out the other day, and also this other lady, Jennifer Rubin, I mean, they're talking like about putting names of like Trump supporters on a list. And this lady, um, Jennifer Rubin, if you just watch a video she just came out with is basically saying you need to eradicate Trumpism. Uh, in other words, anybody who supports that, whatever. And I think by default, eventually down the line, Christians will get lumped into that. And um, about your dream, I think it's a very good possibility because they're talking like this, that they realize even, even without Trump, um, that that sentiment of that what people feel isn't going to go away. You know, um, I think it's a possibility they'll try to assassinate him. I, I, you know, obviously, God forbid, I don't want anybody to get killed or anything, but I think it's a possibility as like taking the, the head out of the cobra, so to speak, I guess, you know, um, because I think they know it's not going away. And I think they know it's a possibility. He might run again, you know, and that and I feel like the devil's stirring up right now, like he's running out of time. And he's trying to just ramping things up quick because he knows more and more people, even non-Christians, are waking up to like, hey, something's wrong here. There's a lot of corruption. This whole global, you know, all of it is starting to ramp up where people, that's why people feel the way they feel, like something dark is going on. Uh, and I had to call because that's the verse. I it's funny you just said that because I just looked on, on the Bible verse and it took up my head for, the, for a few days of a house divided cannot stand. And Jesus said that. And his kingdom's not of this world. So he's letting us know if, if Jesus is not evil and he can cast out because 
he's good and he's light, we have a world that's not his kingdom and it's going against itself. And if you look at America, we're the pinnacle of, we're the last line of freedom. Once this goes, there's nothing left in the world to hold that back. Everything falls apart. Once this goes, I mean, who are you going to depend on? Russia, China? Mm -hmm. it's, it's done. And, and they know that. The devil knows this. And this is why it's, you know, I feel like that's the way it is. And uh, I think everybody needs to buckle up and, and get closer to Christ. I really feel um, it's going to get worse. Like you said, it's, it's going to be, it's going to get dirty and nasty. And you're going to see a lot of blood on the streets because what the media did is, you know, they've already crowned Biden. So, I mean, you're going to go and tell these people that are jumping around the streets that have been already rioting and breaking things in Portland or whatever for however long that all of a sudden uh, they're not going to have their president. That's just a spark plug for just insanity. And, I don't think we've seen nothing yet with these like small rides here and there. I shouldn't call them small, but you know, these rides here and there, right. it's just going to be total chaotic. And uh, that's my take on it, man. I appreciate um, you listening to me and I'll listen to, to whatever you got to say on that. For sure, brother. Did you say it was Evan or Allen? Uh, Evan, E-V-A-N. Okay, got it. I thought I heard Evan because I saw there was a brother Allen in the chat that was texting. I just wanted to make sure. Thank you, brother, for calling in. That was yep. that was on time. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, peace. Okay. Yeah, God bless Brother Evan, you know, uh, yeah, he said we haven't seen anything yet. I love what he said at the end, though, is buckle up and get close to Christ. You know, don't don't be anxious about any of this stuff. Just know the Bible says we're not ignorant of Satan's devices. The, the, the luxury of knowing the Lord and having the Holy Ghost is the fact that the scripture says that the Holy Ghost will lead and guide us into all truth. He will lead and guide us into all truth. What that means is that we are ahead of the ahead of the curve when all of this stuff happens. We already know nations gonna rise against nation. You know, that word nation means ethnos. We already know that there are gonna be wars and rumors of wars. We talk about that at least once a month on this channel. <laughs> we already know that there's gonna be earthquakes. We already know. We already know Jesus said in this world you shall have tribulation. Right? We already know. So it's just a matter of cultivating that relationship with the Lord and not being anxious about it. But that being said, there's a lot that, that, that can potentially go down. Things are very volatile. Let's put it that way. Glean from his word says, I don't know where in the Bible it is. I think in first Corinthians, it says, so let not your faith be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. That's a good word for this time as well. Sister Nishi says, I was hoping he would repent and turn or turn back to God. <clears throat> excuse me i think she's talking about trump i'm not into politics just had it on my heart to pray for trump yeah i agree i hope everybody repents you know everybody's eligible for repentance except the son of perdition but everybody else got a shot brother allen says christians will suffer if you are christians you must suffer absolutely brother glean from his word says i don't vote because i didn't want to vote for the lesser of two evils i can understand that now, some people are not going to like the fact that you didn't vote. Everybody was beating you over the head last, well, what, what day was it, Tuesday? Did you vote? Did you vote? Did you vote? Everybody uploading their sticker. I voted. I voted. Now, if you voted, that's fine. I, I'm, I'm cool with that. It doesn't bother me. But I definitely think that you should not scold anybody else who opted to exercise their right not to vote. <laughs> you know, I think that's what people don't like the most. They also didn't like the fact that, Kanye West, I think he got 58 or 60,000 votes. So there were a lot of people upset at that as well. You know, technically, 
Kanye West is probably a better candidate than, well, oh man, that's tricky. That's tricky. I was about to say he's a better candidate than Biden, but I don't know because Kanye is, is, is kind of volatile. I like Kanye. I'm praying for Kanye. Yeah, I think he might be better than Biden. So to me, technically, if you're voting, because he's not going to bring the socialism. He's not going to be the crazy stuff. He's claiming to be a Christian. So hopefully he brings something somewhat godly. But it's funny how people think you can't vote. What if you just want to vote for the birthday party, which is Kanye's party? What if you just, you just like, I like his policies. You know what I mean? I like what he had to say. All of that stuff. Who knows? But I, I brought that up to say people were very mad that when people did vote, they voted for Kanye. And I get the, the philosophy, or I, let me say philosophy. I get the point that he's not going to win, so it's a waste of your vote. But what if you just really think he's the best candidate? Or what if you just really like him? Who knows? 60,000 people did. Nishi says, he's still not telling me to vote, referencing God, but family thinks I should, shaking my head. Alan says, if you want to serve man or God is the point. Beatrice Fee says, it happened to me, brother. I was ready to vote until last minute. Now, I'm not sure, Beatrice Fee, if you're saying that you were ready to vote and you ended up not doing it or you were praying about it and then he told you at the last minute to vote. So let me know what you meant by that. New Age to Say says, remember in Samuel, the Lord wanted, excuse me, the Lord warned about begging for a king. Absolutely. We talked about that last week. They wanted a king so bad. Alex Howard says, hey, guys, I'm sure you all know Marcus Rogers. I feel the same way he does. As an 18-year-old first-time voter, I voted for Trump back in April. I got, quote, red-pilled by Tim Poole. I found God again, too. Well, praise the Lord for finding God. Alan G. says the government will not save blacks. Now, we're going to talk about that next week a little bit, I think, unless the Lord give me something else. Nishi says, I only voted for Obama back in college at 18. Ha ha, that's it. You know what, sister? I voted for Obama in 2008 and in 2012. I was in the world. I got saved in 2012, but I got saved in December. Well, let me say it this way. I received the Holy Ghost and got born again in December of 2012. But the election was earlier that year in 2012. So I really, I voted for Obama, but honestly, I know, I knew very few of the policies. I really didn't care about the policies. It was just like, he's black. I'm Democrat. I'm black. Like Joe Biden said, if you don't vote Democrat, you ain't black. So I voted for Obama, you know. I'm trying to think, was I around, was I an adult to vote for whoever was before that, which would have been, I think Bush was before Obama. I don't think I voted for Bush. So maybe Obama was the first president I voted for. First and only. Wow. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I hope the Lord don't hold that. <laughs> hold me to that. But anyway, um, Allen says laws won't stop racism. Yeah, they won't. Racism is hatred. They won't. You can't stop that with a law. Parisha Anderson says, yep, you know, when celebrities and all types of influencers are pushing you to vote so hard it can't be anything good. That's interesting. It's because for a while, Joe Biden wasn't interviewing any major media, excuse me, any major news outlets. He was doing at-home interviews with like Cardi B and The Breakfast Club and stuff like that. And it was just this big social thing with him. Like he was trying to appear like he was, he was trying to be visible, 
but he was visible without any confrontation. And I guess it worked if he allegedly won. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think Trump tried to do it at the last minute when he brought in Lil Wayne and, well, he didn't bring in 50 Cent, but 50 Cent endorsed him. Ice Cube sat down with him, and I think Lil, Lil Pump, whoever he is, endorsed him, who I think Trump called him Lil Pimp or something like that. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, man. But, yeah, this stuff is wild. Tatiana says, Trump is a businessman, not a politician. He's fighting to win because he's a narcissist. Excuse me, because he's narcissistic. He doesn't care about the people. He cares about himself. But I'm not saying Biden is better. I'm not. Okay, maybe that's the end of it. Island says, Obama won't help blacks. Oprah, LeBron, and any earth idols Hollywood has given you. Yeah, man, you know, between Kanye and uh, I think Oprah's from Chicago. If I'm, Let me see. Obama's from Chicago. I think Oprah's from Chicago. Between Kanye. Ooh, I accidentally put where is Orpha from, and they think I'm trying to look up the Bible. If anyone's wondering, Orpha is from Moab, but I was trying to see where is Oprah from. Oh, I'm sorry. Oprah is from Mississippi. Wow. But I think she has a place in Chicago. She used to live in Chicago. Anyway, my point is there's enough celebrities to change what's going on in Chicago with these with this gun violence. One of these uh Chicago rappers just got killed, a guy named King Von. We'll talk we'll we probably might not gonna talk about that next week. But anyway, these folks these kids killing each other left and right. And Kanye is I think he's a billionaire now, I'm not sure. But if you're a billionaire you can you can make change in that place that you're from. I'm not saying Kanye doesn't do anything. I don't know what he contributes to. I don't know what type of charities he might give to. But my point is, and I think your point also, Alan, is that there's enough black dollars to change what's going on in a lot of these cities. Now, that being said, I'm getting into next week. Money does not change character. And that's I'm, this is a spoiler for next week. Let me not talk about him. I got to be disciplined. <laughs> but money doesn't change character. The young man, King Von, he came up on a little money. He was doing successful. I think he had the number one album that debuted this week. Like, he was number one, and Ariana Grande was number two. So, and he died. LeBron James shouted him out. Drake shouted him out. So, this guy wasn't a, a scrub. You know, he was up and coming. He was well-liked by some people. Um so my point is he had money, but when he got killed, he was doing some hood rat things with his friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I say. I just like to do hood rat things with my friends, and that ended up killing them. So a lot of folks think things like reparations and stuff is going to change folks. It'll help, but if you don't have the character behind that, it's pointless. So maybe that's why Kanye and Oprah and them don't, don't do nothing to Obama, who I think is from Hawaii or Chicago or Kenya or something like that. I don't even know. I think he's from Chicago. I think Isaiah Thomas might be from Chicago. Michael Jordan played in Chicago. There's a lot of dollars. Common is from Chicago. I think Chance the Rapper. Wait, is he? I don't even know. I don't know. Let me stay on topic. Marsha says, when a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing does not happen or come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You shall not. I'm sure she put the rest of that. Parisha Anderson says, I feel as if voting puts you into a certain type of bondage to the world, 
Yes, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Allen says laws were not by God. I guess you're talking about the United States laws. Yeah, I'm not saying that God gave our Constitution, but theoretically it was supposed to be based off of what they call certain inalienable rights, which means rights that were given, laws or rights that were given by God. But I, I get what you're saying, I think. Huh. <laughs> Miss J. Hearn 3 says, Joe better watch out, Jill and Kamala. It's always hard to say her name that way, but I'm trying to get it right. Jill and Kamala are going to be fighting over who's going to push him down the steps first if he does win. Power hungry snakes, but he ain't going to be president, so no worries. Okay, you throwing it out there. Jay Hearn, we shall see. Brother Ray, God bless you. He says, we were told specifically to be in this world and not of it. The election was nothing more than a distraction. As believers, we can't take our eyes off of God. I support whoever he puts in office. Well, praise the Lord. I definitely think that I think the scripture says we should pray for everybody that's in office. So, yeah, I, I pray for him. I, I ain't going to lie and say I support him. God bless you, bold soldier for Christ. He says God adds and removes kings. That is Bible. Alan says you're taking this too far. I, sorry, Alan, I'm not real time. So I don't even know what I said. That meant I was taking it too far. So I might, I might have to go back and watch. See if I can catch a comment real time. Bold Soldier says, we defend politics more than we defend Jesus. Wow. Big Heart says, this is the beginning of the end. I ain't gonna lie, that song was in my mind this morning in the shower. The one to be like, it's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> well, hopefully it's not, man. Just serve the Lord. I'm sure the Lord got a lot more in store for us, man. Just be prayerful, that's all. <laughs> that was a cool song, though. Faith says, sometimes it's not for us to know everything. Oh, that's a word right there, what God is doing. We need to focus on our relationship with him and trust that he will take care of it. That is what we do, sister. We speculate. You know, we come on stuff like this and just kind of see if we can figure it out. Big Heart says, should we be gossiping or praying? Uh, praying. I don't know if I said something to spark that, but definitely praying. Hopefully I'm not gossiping. Bold Soldier says, God is using this time to divide America. Wow, man, that's something, brother. Brother, if you're still on, man, man get at me, man. I want to um, collaborate with you on some stuff. If you are willing, pray about it. Let me know. I think the Lord will speak some music stuff. Daughter of the King says, my issue is if Biden dies, I don't believe it's within the ordained order of God for a woman to have such governmental authority. This cannot be of God. Very interesting. Nishi says, yes, vote for what? Deidre says, I believe it was voter fraud. New Age says, I think there was fraud. Let me let me be specific. New Age to Saved says, that's the most important, important part of your name that you got saved. New Age to Saved says, I think there was fraud. But yes, the ultimate goal is pushing us to a civil war. They want maximum anger on both sides. That's what I meant to say. If Trump gets somehow elected after Biden, not elected, um, re-elected after Biden was called the president, that is something I think will actually spark a civil war. It's hard for Americans to have a civil war because we're fat and happy. So when somebody thinks about going to war, it's kind of like I could go to war, but I could also watch something on Netflix. 
But if you get people angry enough on both sides, that to me, I think is a scenario that can make it happen. Not that I want it to happen, but I think that that's the magic recipe. Praise the Lord. Marsha says, BLM Patriots, QAnon, Proud Boys, all deceptive roads to idolatry. Yeah, and that's those are both sides of the left and the right. You know, they're, they're to me are the very, I think you hit the word, the idolatrous component of it. Because their issues blind them to overlook a lot of other stuff. Huh. Nishi says, I don't even consider him black anymore, honestly. I missed that. You might have been talking about Obama. I'm not sure. She says, COVID is judgment for some of those reasons. Beatus Fee says, dark days. Yeah, Biden said it was going to be a dark winter. I don't know if anybody caught that. But he used a lot of fear tactics to, and this goes back to my whole talking point about Trump being a devil. <laughs> he used a lot of fear tactics in his campaign, which if he won, it worked. One time, I think he practically said, Trump, he is the virus. Like, he actually called him the virus. So that was very strategic, you know. It was hyperbole, but from a political standpoint, a strategic standpoint, hats off to him. Miss Clark says, mm-hmm, that's what we need to be asking and getting on that arc with Christ, like Marcia said. Yep, Christ's kingdom has to be established the way he wants it. Dr. Truth said, oh, oh we got a troll. <laughs> okay. Um, Marcia says, I got a new study Bible and I'm carrying that thing with me like it's the article of clothing, real talk, like it's uh, like it's the article of clothing, real talk. Okay. Praise the Lord. I don't know. Dr. Truth, I feel like Dr. Truth insulted me and then I don't know. And then he said something that made sense. I don't know if you trolling or not. Oh, maybe, maybe you were, I got to go back and watch. Maybe you were repeating what the left thinks of you if you vote for Trump, that you are a racist trash human. Okay. At first I thought you was calling me that. That's why, <laughs> that's why I need to start reading these things real time. That must explain why you didn't get uh booted. Cause you know, I got, I got mods. I got some shooters. <laughs> My, uh, uh, Miss Clark, she trigger happy. <laughs> Heather's Corner says, wow, thanks for sharing the history, brother. She's talking about the history of abortions. Yeah, I didn't know that there was that guy, Bacchus. I heard of that Bacchus. I also heard of Moloch, who I think was child sacrifice. He's mentioned in the Bible as well. Oh, okay, some some debate is going on. Uh, Let's see, we're going to get ready to wrap it up soon. Let's see, I got a few more comments. I like what Iraq war veteran says, and thank you for your service. It says, it don't matter who's president. God is still in control. I vote for Jesus 2020. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'm, I'm at the end. I'm just going to start right here. Call it a day. Amanda Mari says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Romans 8 and 35. Amen. Faith says, I remember when Hillary Clinton said, I got hot sauce in my bag. So weird and cringy, shaking my head. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned that last week, too. Yeah. Oh, this is the rest of that scripture. Persecuted, but not. Oh, this is a different one. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Second Corinthians 4 and 9. Amen. That was by Sister Amanda. Oh, look at that. Sister Marsha says, money only reveals. Wow. Aoyame. Eureka says media has done witchcraft in a sense. I agree wholeheartedly. 
I love these scriptures that Amanda putting in here. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Romans 15 and 5. Amen. Oops. Amen. Praise the Lord. And Amanda goes on to say, we really need to abide in God's word in these last days. God bless you all. Absolutely. Nasia Bawani says, voting for Biden is making a covenant with a policy that's against God's divine laws. Very dangerous move. Mm. Cake ENT. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to repeat that, but it, it made me chuckle. Some prophecy. Okay. Nishi says some prophecies are conditional based on our alignment. Now that's interesting. It's like that one says, if you eat the good, if uh, you should have good success. You know, if you I think he told Joshua, if you just don't fear and be courageous or something like that. And if so, you'll eat the good of the land. I forget. Okay, so this is going back to that last statement. Till Hills says, Deborah the judge was a lead leader of the people. Referring to the comment uh, tr uh, that God doesn't like female leaders. Yeah, that's interesting as well. I want to do some research into that. I know about Deborah, but I want to do some uh, deep research into that. Jesse says, I'm confused as to the title. Is he referring to Trump, to the Trump devil? No harm, just curious. That's why you got to be on time, Jesse. But and this is a good time because I'm about to wrap it up. My point in tonight's study was, oh, excuse me, I'm thinking this Bible study. My point in tonight's solid talk family speaking out loud in depth was that when you convince people that Donald Trump is literal Hitler, he becomes in people's minds the devil incarnate. And when you have the devil incarnate in office, you're willing to do anything and to settle for anything just to vote him out. So as a country, there was so much emphasis as it so much emphasis on vote him out that it did not matter what we were voting in. What the extreme left is going to bring is more of that antichrist spirit. The cons the conservative view is almost like a resistance because it seemingly holds a little bit closer to God, to the principles of God, rather. So don't be surprised if you see an onslaught of a lot of these agendas that, that we see. Now, the agendas haven't stopped. The agendas have been going anyway. But don't be surprised if you see a lot more emboldening in these agendas, just like people say, you know, Trump emboldens racists. As far as the political correct culture, as far as these liberal, hyper liberal agendas that we see that are against God, people are going to feel more emboldened because the president who, when you don't know God, it's almost like the president becomes your God somehow. But anyway, the president now has liberated them to live the way that they've always wanted to express. Trump was seen as a resistance to that. That the thinking was he didn't like LGBT, he didn't like black people, he didn't like um, Im uh, illegal immigrants. Well, they would just say immigrants, but illegal immigrants and stuff like that. So now that that's out the way, now that we have chosen our God, who people see this presidential position when they don't know God, they almost reverence it as God. Now that that's out the way. We finally can address things the way that we want. The devil has been defeated. And I think the question that we explored tonight, some good conversation was, if this is the end of Donald Trump as president, 
what was his purpose? Was he God's man or was he controlled opposition by the elite to basically just allow for the ushering in of anything but him? Was he just also a polarizing figure to just put people at odds with one another? We've had some polarizing presidents. Trump has been polarizing. Some people consider Barack Obama polarizing. And Joe Biden, he seems to be non-threatening, but only time will tell. So that's all I have in this Solid Talk family. Enjoy the discussion tonight. Enjoy being able to come together and share opinions and not beat each other over the head and all of that good stuff. But that's all I have, family. I pray that you enjoyed this conversation. You all take care and be blessed. This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. I keep it solid, I'm dropping knowledge. Wisdom, understanding, just like you done went to college. Devil know we working, his goal is to try to stop it. Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it. Controversial topics, just to keep it honest. Truth hit hard, just like it's a blunt object culture living godless i can't even call it we in the last days babylon is falling don't kill the messenger i can't mess with your points got a plethora this life will keep on testing you this walk and get the best of you i'm trying to tell you bruh only around the shell we say we're trying to get the rest Speaking of you out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in front beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages the blood of jesus covers all my sin and it erases i pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases speaking out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect try and keep my sanity amongst calamity social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity pc culture on a mission and they try to cancel me but i know jesus going to keep me covered like a canopy blood give me amnesty no i can't handle me not where i want to be but best believe i plan to be flesh wrestle against the spirit main event and slambery so i need them every day this daily weekly annually iron sharp as iron so i'm strengthened by my brethren we may not meet down here but guaranteed the link in heaven the born again and righteous are the ones he's gonna let in let's keep the faith and be amongst the saints when they step in